0: Welcome, boys and girls. Hope you guys are having a fantastic day. Uh, It's finally the weekend, and it is hot as shit. That is no joke, especially if you're in Southern California. Uh, Today, we're going to be talking from above the clouds, so hopefully that's okay with you. Uh, It's a beautiful Saturday, so why not get high on something? In this instance, this Daily Dose is sponsored by grassdoor.com. Cannabis delivery made simple. Save 40% now. Use the code daily at checkout. So we're going to cover a few things today. There's a number of things that are going on that are very interesting. Of course, we're going to talk about cannabis news first. What's going on in cannabis? So top headline, as you see here, Thailand finally decriminalizes. And I talked about it uh, several weeks, maybe months ago is when that happened, uh, when I first saw that headline. Then uh, there was some changes, uh, and a bill was passed in D.C., I think, that's protecting uh, employees who test positive for cannabis. And so we'll dive into that. That's um, positive, but it's only one city out of the entire union. Um, Then there were some things that was going through my mind. Uh, I was doing some research, I had some customer inquiries, so I figured, why not include it in this episode? And of course, uh, a few other things that are important uh, that was mentioned by the FDA and what's going on with a bill that Congress is trying to pass that would regulate or further regulate products uh, that fall into the dietary supplement world. Uh, The American Kratom Association tweeted something about it. I retweeted it, um, and there is a petition going around. So all of this and more in today's episode, let's dive into the first piece, shall we? So first up, as I mentioned, Thailand, um, they decriminalized cannabis and they talked about that a while ago. Um, But I guess specifically based on what we're seeing here, and it's like the main headline for, for like the last 24 hours i'm sure there's other things going on in cannabis right so why this story why is it at the top uh but they were giving away like a million plants to citizens it's only for medical use and um there's still probably more work to be done here if you remember when cannabis was legalized here in california in 1996 it didn't um we didn't see any dispensaries for almost um almost 10 years. I mean, in at least in greater numbers, there may have been one or two um, by the early 2000s, but that was it. Um, we saw an explosion by the late 2000s. And if you fast forward to like 2015, they were everywhere, including uh, pop-up shops that aren't licensed. And that's still a problem today. Uh, the next was like that bill that I mentioned. Uh, Pass a, uh, the DC lawmakers passed this bill that would ban firing employees for failed tests. I figured we can just dive into a little bit of this so that I don't bore you. Um, The City Council in Washington, DC, unanimously passed this bill. The bill is called Cannabis Employment Protections Amendment Act of 2022. Uh, It would ban, it would uh, also ban employers from firing or refusing to hire an employee because of their recreational or medical use. Of cannabis, If you guys remember, like a year ago, there was a firefighter um, with no issues in his work history. I'm sure his employers were happy with his performance, specifically the fire department he worked for. Um, but he was let go for his medical cannabis use. And that's so fucking sad. Uh, because if his performance at work was not diminished in any way, w- you know, why should it matter? what you know uh that he's smoking weed at home it's not high on the job that we have these same fucking laws in place for alcohol uh and i don't even think they're that strict necessarily you know some employers some uh i want to say supervisors may overlook that you have a little bit of alcohol on your breath they may assume you were partying the night before especially if it was a weekend or a birthday or whatever so it's understandable but uh But, you know, being as harsh as we've been on cannabis, unbelievable, unfucking believable The bill also prohibits the possession, storage, delivery, transfer, basically saying, you know, you can't have weed at work. You can't have it on you. You can't have it in your car. You know, you can't be high at work. I mean, pretty basic principles. Wouldn't you say? I mean- it's as simple as it gets the bill does not cover people working in safety sensitive occupations so this is important anybody in heavy machinery construction security police healthcare um gas and power companies also again i would say is very very sad because these people work incredibly hard healthcare workers You're going to deny them uh, a little piece of heaven, a little piece of comfort like cannabis Uh, police who we know have a tough job. I know we've had a tumultuous relationship the last several years with uh, uh, with many different departments of law enforcement across the country. And of course, it's not just the last few years. It's just been talked about a lot more the last few years. It's main headlines. We've we've had these issues going back decades. So I'm aware of that. However, um they have a tough job. I try, I, I often try to put myself in a particular position to under, to try to understand my own uh my own feelings, my own references, my own uh perceptions of uh, any situation so that I can better understand that side. So when I think of police, who better to have access um to cannabis than you know, police? They're incredibly stressed out. It's a tough job and they really don't know, you know, when they go out on duty, if that's their last day and if they'll ever really see their families again. Um, Of course, nobody, you know, nobody in their jobs ever has to feel that way unless you're in these really tough jobs like law enforcement. So from there, there was uh, some things that um, came up and I wanted to share it with you. So let's go to my Twitter. So this was really interesting. Um, This is by Natural Living at Kratom Life 420. Uh, They posted this a month ago or uh, half a month ago, two weeks. Uh, And this looks like George Carlin. I really miss this guy. Let this sink in for a minute. The government is at war with a plant that has never actually killed anyone ever. And they're losing. Funny, isn't it? When we think of... Uh, how long this has been going on with cannabis and I just don't want to see the same things happen with other plant-based medicines um, and the solutions that are available to people that are helping millions. So that moves us on to the American Kratom Association. So for anybody out there that uses nootropics or dietary supplements, even CBD is considered a dietary supplement. This affects everything. Uh, So Kratom Association... Uh, tweeted this and I retweeted it so that more people uh, can be exposed to it. If you don't follow me on Twitter, you know, please do so. The Daily Dose and uh, you just can stay up to date on pretty much everything that I'm doing. And you don't necessarily have to uh, dig for this information. They're encouraging people to contact the Senate help, health, health, education, labor, and pensions via calls and emails. They're considering giving the FDA more power over all dietary supplements, including CBD, Kratom, Nootropics, you name it. Um, and, uh, you know, obviously other, other plant based capsulizer powder form products. Uh, tell them not to support this mand- mandatory product listings. You can go to this link right here, and if I remember to, I will link it down below so that uh, it'll be easier for everybody to access. So obviously, main question, mandatory product listing, what the hell does this mean? So I found out, in short, because of Google, um, an MPL would require manufacturers to provide FDA with label information of each dietary supplement product they produce for the US market and would direct... FDA to post these labels on public, uh, on a public website for everybody to see. So question here becomes MPL. Is it really necessary? Who benefits? Is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? Well, this is a matter of opinion and um, you can decide for yourself once you have all the facts and you should do more research. Don't just listen to me. Um, I feel that there's some good here because it's going to provide transparency to consumers and, um, that's important. But uh, the, on the flip side, there's some negatives to it. Uh, undoubtedly, some of it will be that a lot of great products will, may never make it to market. And if we think back, let's say 10 years, Kratom, CBD, and anything else that is currently legal that people use and find comfort in and, and find benefits from, um, if strict measures were in place with the FDA back then, then a lot of these things would have never made it, and they wouldn't exist. So therefore, you would have never found that comfort uh, that you were seeking. So this is really tough, and there's got to be a line in the sand here. There's got to be somewhere where Congress and the FDA can uh, meet somewhere in the middle that uh, that helps all parties. Something uh, you know to go through this process may be expensive. An MPL. Um, May, could be expensive for a company to go through. And so if they're a new company with not enough money, uh, but their product is safe, they've been able to, I mean, if that's where all the money went was developing the product uh, and then making sure that it's safe and clean and, and has no contaminants, uh, then what's left in terms of revenue and cash to be able to do the MPL? So this is why I bring it up. If there isn't enough money then you know companies uh, like this need more time as they gain more traction as more people find benefits from their products they earn more money and then they can submit for an MPL so why not approach it this way while you know while continuing to monitor these companies and what they're doing and what they're producing maybe quarterly reports or uh, semi-annual reports of products and and uh, certificate of analysis reports there's a way, there's a way to meet in the middle that's beneficial for everybody and, the, and doesn't destroy the, um, the ability for something small to become big someday, especially if it's useful to people. So if this thing gets passed, we're talking higher barriers and only large companies might be able to afford to do this uh, and we'll see if there's any loopholes in between. I did go ahead and um, sign the petition. That's my position on it. Uh, you can do whatever you think is right. Do more research so that you are well informed about what to do and what is right. Moving on, this is something that I had as an inquiry. Somebody was calling me, talking about Fenibit. Uh, if you're not aware of fenibut, uh, it's a nootropic. A lot of people use it for different things, relaxation, sleep aids. They're asking which is better. So I brought it up on. Uh, Google and started reading, and I figured I'd share it with you too. So here was a great question that um, I'm sure many would be asking, right? What does Finibit HCL feel like? And that's primarily what I carry. I've carried this product for seven years from the same manufacturer, um, and people love it. It's working for them. But what is it doing? Specifically this, its felt effects are principally tranquilizing, reducing stress, boosting mood, easing sleep anxiety uh reduction for some uh all in all that's pretty much it for today hope you guys have a fantastic weekend if you um have any opinions about anything i mentioned leave them down below and i'll catch you guys very soon